Wide Web has long been host to copied and pasted stories of an apocryphal nature. These stories came to be known as Copybusta, and then the creepy variant emerged. Welcome to Creepypodsta, the Creepypasta podcast. Hello, welcome. I'm Jeff. I'm the host of this show, and it's the spookiest month of the year, October, uh, when you're hearing this. Actually, will it still be October when you're hearing this? Let's see. Tomorrow I have episode 101 going up, and then next week I have episode 102 going up, and then, yes, it will be October 26th. This is, ooh, this is our October finale, I guess. <laughs> Whoops, I... I did not plan October uh, correctly. Uh, I guess would be the way to say it. <laughs> um, I just I like I got the hundredth episode in there. I didn't do anything else special for October. Whatever. Uh, I may record something tomorrow for uh, Friday the thirteenth, since that is in October this year, which is great. Um, but also, maybe I won't. You'll know by now, by the time you're hearing this, whether I did that or not. <laughs> uh, so there's no real need for me to talk about it. Anyway, here we go. Um, this episode is going to be about uh, another SCP, this time SCP-093. And with me to talk about it are two guests, the hosts of the uh, Redemption Arc podcast, which you can hear me on um, at some point in the past. I will have linked to it on Twitter. <laughs> um, please welcome to the show, Turner Doham. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And Nick Hernandez. Hello. <laughs> and uh, Nick, since you chose this story off of our suggestions list, uh, I would like you to please uh, take on the monumental task of <laughs> trying your absolute best to summarize it succinctly, which I know is going to be difficult. What I'm doing right now is I'm trying to delay so that I can bring up the list and see who suggested this to us and credit them. This is Jason Lee from our Facebook group. Thank you, Jason. Uh, anyway. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Jason. Yeah, thank you for the suggestion. Thank you for the uh, uh, encyclopedia that we had to read. Uh, good one, though. <laughs> take, take it away, Nick. It was a book. Um, I had to familiarize myself with the SCP Foundation like in the first place. I didn't realize just how huge it was. Like My, my roommate recommended yeah. I read this story, and I thought it would be a pretty easy task. Uh, it's not. But the SCP-093 itself is... Um, it's object class Euclid. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. I think it's the highest of the object classes. Yes, the most dangerous, which is terrifying. Uh, it's a small red. It, I don't think it's actually made of stone. They say it's uh, close to cinnabar or made of cinnabar composite, and it has uh, a bunch of engravings mm. all over it. It fits in the like a, a regular palm. God knows how big that is. It's about, uh, what do they say, seven and a half centimeters in diameter, uh, with a little like, half centimeter engravings all over it, uh, and deeper cuts. And the biggest thing about it, or the two biggest things, are it's a mood ring, 
that changes color when held. <laughs> Although it's not moods, they th- they say it's uh based on past regrets. Yes, uh, which is super important later. Um, and it has to remain on a mirror, and if it doesn't, it starts to <laughs> spin menacingly, uh, bigger and bigger. And faster and faster until it, like, touches the closest mirror it can. And whatever is in between the mirror and it will be destroyed. I, I forget the exact wording they used, but it was it was enough to... Obliterate it, I believe? Obliterate it. <laughs> uh, it, will, it will punch through... Um... Punch through the obstacle and to continue on its course at this speed. Uh, it doesn't use any sort of destroy... Uh, word there. Yeah, it just punches through, which is a little worse. Uh, I, I I always picture someone holding it and it just getting a little too fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good uh, observation there, Nick. Uh, it's 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 scary to me. This like it's just it's just a disc. Um, now the biggest part of it is the color changing. Um, so. I'm sorry. It's so much no stuff that like is so yeah, quick it's, early it's, on. It's got a very dense it it follows sort of the format of a lot of SCPs where it explains a lot of stuff in a way that is extremely unclear um but then as it adds more details the earlier parts start to make more sense. Um, but also this one has an extremely dense mythology overall that has very little to do with the idea of uh, an object that sticks to mirrors. Yeah, the whole thing feels more like a preamble to like some story that's way deeper. It just doesn't feel like yeah. well-contained within an SCP thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should be oh, well. breaking it down this way, yeah. but <laughs> I'm sorry. Um now, when it's held by a person and it goes, it touches a mirror, the person goes to another dimension? Um, yeah, they go through the mirror to some other ill-defined place. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the mirror dimension, like all the scientists talk about. <laughs> yep. the, the Moby Dick of dimensions. Um, and each dimension that is visited is based off of the color of the person holding it and their regrets. Uh, I don't know if they describe the first time someone falls through it, but when they first test it, um, someone holds it, uh, there's... uh, Do they use convicts at that point, or are they using... Uh, just this just is. Well, I think, I think it's, just. I think, I think it's, they're just screwing around at this point, and someone falls through the mirror. Yeah, I know they're arguing on who's going to pay for lunch, and then them fighting has them discover that they can reach their arm through into a mirror dimension. Yeah, they they did go over the uh, the actual discovery. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I, I think I just jumped ahead to the actual testing. Um, that's fine yeah that's hard because it just I'm trying to just remember bits and pieces of the object and then it's just the entire narrative is just like coming back yeah it, it all floods into the, the other dimension um, but yeah, yeah just- the whole the whole thing is a, like the whole thing is like a normal SCP object uh, article and then it gets to the testing protocols and then is like here's these five 
other even longer articles that describe the tests we did and the world beyond the mirrors and what we've learned about it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's dense, but it's very thorough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they go into a blue world and a green world, and it all has to do with uh, the subjects, whether they... Like, I think one was... Uh, had murder in their background and attempted suicide and those are like the blue world yeah and each kind of world was a like sneak peek into this uh i don't even know weird dimension alternate past yeah it's like a a alternate like religious dystopian like (sighs) yeah there's a lot of references to um like sort of generic christian terminology um, and the society seems to uh, be like 1950s style, mo- like the dates on on things that they find there uh, stop in the 50s. And a lot of the styles of things is 50s-esque, including uh, computers and operating systems and cars, um, despite the fact that they all seem to be, like, extremely futuristic technology. Everything is in the 50s. Um, do we want to go through the narrative of each test very briefly? I'll, uh, I'll try right. and be brief. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Blue World, the first test, is um, the person who goes through is someone who attempted suicide in their past. Uh, and they go through They're They're given a small like supply kit. Uh, it has a knife, a gun that they're not supposed to know about. Um, and some like food and, and light sources that last them for about half yeah. a day or, or a day. I was confused. I was confused about the gun. Me too. It seemed yeah. like the person goes through the mirror and then they hand it to them through the mirror. It's <laughs> like, I don't know. It's very weird. It's, it feels like when they go through the first time, he has like a gun on his side. But once they start to see stuff, they kind of uh, turn around on that idea. They just want to like be careful with it. But uh, yeah, this guy, he yeah. has like a, a few supplies. He just starts walking through this field and they can kind of see through the mirror. It's like an image into his world and they have a video camera set up and they're just going along. Which is a field, a blue field. Yeah, it's a it's everything's tinted blue because it's the mirror. Although the person going through it doesn't see the tint, um, and he walks for some crazy distance, uh, and eventually comes upon this pit, a huge pit. And he goes down into it, <laughs> and he starts to see a monster of some like un like ill described sort. Um, and I think the video feed cuts out conveniently, um, and. They yep. basically have him like run out of there, and he barely escapes. Um, Doesn't he die? I th- I feel like he gets out, but he almost dies. They they see like a, a crowd of these like weird ghostly images that he couldn't see. Fifty around him. oh fifty times size humans crawling around with weird elastic arms. Yes, those giant crazy monsters. That was that yeah, was the, really uh, the interesting. First, the- the blue test subject escapes. Um, not he. Uh, they can't see the creature that it shoots at on the camera, but they can see it through the mirror just fine. Hmm. Very very strange. Yeah, it's. It. I'm still. When I was reading this, I was still in a place where I barely understood what was going on. <laughs> 
Um, Part of it is that it's written kind of poorly, like a lot of the language is really unclear, and they're trying to mimic the SCP style but doing a bad job of it. Um, like, there's a lot of good ideas here, but uh, it's just not working, really. I feel like there are a lot of ideas here. And the format doesn't yeah. work well for, like, extended storytelling, I feel. Like, it's best in, like, informational blurbs instead of, like, tracking a mm-hmm. whole series of events. Um, but anyway. No. Then we get on the green test, and it's in it's in a field next to a barn. Yeah, um, the... The person who goes through is a woman who committed Grand Theft Auto and accidentally like, murdered two ch- or not murdered but manslaughter uh, of two children in the back seat of a car she stole. So there's her regret. Um, she goes into like a farmhouse and it has a bunch of creepy kids' rooms. Um, they they find a bunch of like weird smelling goo, uh, and then she sees. Um, these monsters, uh, more of these like giant elastic monsters, so to indicate it's the same world. Um, and then I think she becomes belligerent. She's the one who finds the f- the farmhouse and the bunker, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It. Um, she starts like trying to like not do what the uh, what are they the SCP controllers. Or whoever's watching her. She yeah. tries, like, disobeying orders and stuff, but they get her to go. Um, Christ. I'm trying to remember if she goes into the city or if that's the next one. I'm, I'm sorry, the notes no, I took she's... were very small. <laughs> she goes uh, down the stairs into a bunker, finds three skeletons and a pistol, um, and some newspaper clippings. Um, I don't... I. They tell her to go up in the house, but I don't remember what happens in the house... And then she, I think she she leaves just fine. Yeah, she she, uh, she finds the bunker that's in the bottom or whatever that, and then just kind of dips. Yeah, she just kind of like yeah. It's these the first two really don't have much storytelling, like in terms of the world itself. There's a little bit, and like the the newspaper clippings that they pick up, they don't describe things until afterwards. Like the um, yeah. the that is kind of indicative of an SCP, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I said, I'm not well versed with these things. <laughs> Creepy pastas were different when I was younger. <laughs> um, the next one is uh, Violet? Violet World. This guy he killed a cop with extreme prejudice. Uh, he yeah, goes it, in. It was a it was a like very violent murder. They said, even though it's not something that would usually land uh, land someone near um, in in their like test program, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they were sure to point he, that out. Like it was an unusual yeah, sentencing. He's the one who goes into the city. Yeah, he 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 lands in. Yeah, he goes into a city, and it, that's where I thought he would like find cops or something. Or I I tried to connect it more to like the regret but he just goes into this uh, office building and he finds they find a bunch of information there a bunch of notes that, that you can read afterwards um Turner, help me out uh, the the SCP 
093 was dropped and they had to basically grab it later because he just died there. They had to leave him. Um, <laughs> well, they sent a team with him, right? Uh, a team of like, uh, not agents, but like security Yeah, because force. he wasn't listening because he was driving a car in this other world. He's like, no, I want to drive a car. <laughs> it's like arguing with the ground he, control. Yeah, he gets into a car that... He gets into a car that seems to be, like, a self-driving car, um, and he, like, can't do anything with it, and they're like, alright, this is too big of a place, we're gonna send people in with you. Um, so they do, they send the, the, a team of four security guys in with him, um, they go and explore an office building. The the controllers are just like, ah, enter the closest building. So they go and they enter the building. They go up to the highest floor that they can get to to get like a look at the city. They see some of the monsters crawling on the highway. Um, then when they're leaving, they attract one of the monsters, it seems. Um, I think uh, the guy, they get, I think think what is this the guy where no i think they have to shoot him before they leave well they don't have to shoot him but they definitely do shoot <laughs> him he grabs the gun and their response they they just shoot him right away yeah um, subject was terminated of course in the most flowery yeah. of language uh, yes you <laughs> know what? So it's, it's i think it's after i think it's after they leave the mirror world they terminate the subject um, which is a bad choice because they left one of their guys behind in the world. Yeah, um, he gets uh, stuck for how long? Like thirty minutes? Fifteen? It's some like I don't uh, remember. It's a, that amount of time. Some it seems amount of time. Like short, but too long to be on the other side. Yeah, like in this terrifying yeah. hell dimension. And when they finally go back, it's just his clothes there and his gun. I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep, and they they suspect that he was absorbed by the monster based on the camera footage. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the violet test. The next one is the yellow test. Yeah, this is where they start to like understand kind of what they're going up against, or at least going into. Um, they they decide that D class subjects, which I'm assuming are just like dudes off the street or criminals are, like, no longer an option to go into these places. So they send someone with, like, a little more experience and who knows what they're doing and looking for. Uh, and they... Um, they find Dr. Redacted. Yes. Yeah, our favorite <laughs> yeah. SCP character. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's in a lot of these Dr. Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Technically the most published villain of all time. Um <laughs> They, they're going basically through an office building, which seems somehow connected to the building they were in before. Um, and they find a, not only a bunch of, like, a bunch more, like, uh, newspaper clippings and files to download and whatnot. They also find a safe with a gun in it that they keep, um, it, it's able it, to... Yeah, it shoots magic bullets. Yeah, it's, it's like a god gun. <laughs> Which is always, like, where I hope these kinds of things will go when there's a religious corporation. Like, please, Jesus weapons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we for we forgot to mention in the Violet test, they found, um, like, what seems to be a doctor's office, but with a bunch of people in, like, uh, Back to Tanks, like a sci-fi movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and then 
in this one, there's a whole floor of these tanks, um, and that's where they find the uh, information on where to find the safe and how to get into it. Yeah. They also find the binder on the Lord's Tears, which is like a cleansing uh, solvent that they have. Yeah, yeah. it seems to be some sort of medication that they soak people in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the language that's used is terrifying. Like, it, it dips in between, like, uh, the clinical SCP descriptions and, like, notes um, of, like, people using it and, like, why they would use it. Uh, and there's this, uh, ch- like, fascist church language of just, like, oh, so-and-so uh, had denied the use of tears or had spoken bad of someone in the church so we put him in the tears for three weeks yay (laughs) published in the papers it's it 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 definitely touches on like my fears (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then uh we move on to the the red test right yeah and that's when they're like they're just kind of uh pardon my french but they're just kind of going like balls out a little bit at this point it's highly conceptual yeah they kind of you know, get a feel of what's going on. Yeah, the red test. Yeah, uh, they're go- they they just hand around the disc until they find someone who generates a new color. Yeah. and they find someone who generates a very bright uh, red. Yeah, um, it <laughs> which, dear listeners, is the same color as the disc. So you know, if you got that in Legend of Zelda, the boom, 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 would start like playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar. Could you, could you spend five <laughs> I'm not minutes gonna, describing it? No, I'm not going to repeat that. <laughs> um, the red test brings... Um, it leads basically to this giant, like, circular stone area. Am, am I too far off? I'm pretty, no, yeah, it's, nope. it says it's just like a big circular room made of red stone. Yeah, I'm trying to remember um, if there's anything on the wall or. But it was just like no. They just go. There. They go right in. It's it's. Full oh, we of- should mention the the glow of the stone tinged the video feed for every other uh, test. So like the violet test was called that because the camera feed was like violet shaded. Yeah. This one is has no color tinge on the feed uh, at all. Yeah. This is like the end all be all. Of- this is the pure. 93 that we're dealing with. Um, yeah. This room is full of, like, the... of replicate... Uh, not replications, but similar objects to SCP-093. Just, like, littered among the walls as well as, like, a hole where the item itself fits. Um, and... Uh, what the hell is that? Oh. I'm so sorry. Uh, I think it... Um, That's alright. <laughs> it's a very confusing yeah, story. <laughs> it really goes all over the place, but the, the, the end-all be-all of this, like, the Red World is when this guy comes back, I think there's, like, a video feed cutting out uh, classic, and when he comes back, he's going crazy, much like a, I don't know, Red Lantern or something, um, and they have to, like, kill him, and he's, like, super powerful, doesn't, like, he gets shot in the chest and still, like, tries to kill people. Uh, and that's oh yeah, he goes testing. there. He recovers some files and then gets trapped in the world for a little bit. Um, 
it's not really clear why, but like once the portal opens and he comes back, he's he's all messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like he tried to put it on like back where it was supposed to go, and that disconnected the worlds. And then he had to like remember to put it on the mirror, and in that time, he somehow just hated everything. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, he sort of ends up transforming into some kind of monster man, and it's not really clear why. Um, and then we get to the final section, which is the materials recovered from the tests. Yeah, this is where they're kind of um, like, okay, here's the story. Like, this is where it all yeah. comes together. <laughs> um, Finally. <laughs> I was so grateful for this page. I had been so lost the whole time. <laughs> um, but, uh, the, the one item, the one item that they retrieve from the blue test is a newspaper clipping that the headline is most Holy father announces progress, unclean being cleansed. And I think the unclean is the, are those crazy gigantic elastic monsters? Yeah. You mean the, the throw up zombies? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They, um, there's a sort of program to drive these, uh, gigantic monsters from their, their cities and out into the woods and then kill them there or out in the plains, whatever. Yeah, and they uh, there was a section where they talked to... Well, it was after the recovered material. They were saying that this is... They now call it E-093, as in Earth version yeah. 9-3, which I thought was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, don't don't wait till the end. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's what they. That's <laughs> what they refer. They finally come up with a nickname for this other world. Smartly, yeah. <laughs> um, the green test yields uh, four, oh, three newspaper articles and a diary. Um, the articles are just kind of about uh, farm life getting progressively worse. Um, cities uh, becoming more sheltered and more. Uh, defensive of outsiders um, or towards outsiders Um, and the diary itself is this really cognizant farmer who can't spell well, uh, who just decides to leave behind a chronicling of how life is Um, (laughs) and it's not great Uh, he he describes like monsters attacking his farm and like his family getting like trapped and torn up and then there's at the very end of it. There's a symbol that matches one uh, found on SCP-093, um, and ones that also come up on the video feed. Uh, so that's you know spooky. <laughs> <laughs> um, the violet test yields uh, an office ledger that um, it it basically was talking about uh, a few a few patients. Um, and the, the way they ended up where, like, where they are, they're being, like, tra- uh, not trapped. Yes, they're trapped. But they're being treated with, um, the holy tears. Hmm. Yeah, for, for sins. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is- yeah, we, we discover, like, we, we get a hint at that briefly during the test where they get these papers. Um, but then the papers actually go into details, like, um, describing why these people are here. Um, they only get the tears if they're in for sin, because there's a couple, like, army people who just get, uh, like, nutrient fluid and, um, what's the other? Nutrient fluid and blessing, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of interesting because it was basically saying that the tech boom was 350 years ago and that's what caused that earth to be like that. And I I mean, that's kind of an interesting thought to have, but, you yeah. know, if like the Crusades had laser guns. The world is, is super interesting and it doesn't like, it's not apparent until like the very end of this story, I guess, but Paige, I, I really should have looked up more SCPs before this. <laughs> this is honestly, so this is the most dense SCP I've ever read or read from this show. This has got a lot of meat to it. Well, yeah, I, it's extremely, uh, it's like this person just wanted to write an alternate history, but couldn't find a way in. It's a great <laughs> story, too. Like, it's it's really interesting. I just, like, it's not hitting the parts that I want to hear about. It's it's also trying to juggle yeah. the, the item itself. Anyway, um, the printout, the things that they get from the yellow test, uh, they get a printout from someone's personal computer of, it's it's basically like, I do not trust the church, and I haven't, uh, and I can't trust them anymore. There's a gun down in a safe a few floors below. You probably will use it better than I will. Um, and then in the diary within the safe, he just kind of goes more into his life, uh, and what the awful things the church does and the monsters it, it, uh, deals with. It's, it's all, I don't want to say it's an interesting, it's just, it's not. Why? Yeah. Why is it here? Yeah. yeah it's it's so out of place. I don't I like feel the diaries. Like the more details they gave me, the less that I was caring. I was like, well, I wouldn't have mind if that was a little bit of a surprise. That would have been nice. But I, it was a lot of just kind of filling in the world. Yeah. Like. Yeah. This this did not seem like the thing that should happen from. Uh, a disc that lets you walk into mirrors. Yeah, exactly. This was not, like, the logical conclusion <laughs> of what you would find on the other side. Yeah. And so it was a little like, oh, this is weird. Yeah, about, like, halfway through all the tests, I was like, wait a second. This is about a disc, right? I f did I forget about that? Or is there a disc at the beginning of this? <laughs> <laughs> and it feels like the, yeah. the red world is definitely, like, a, tr a way to try and remind you of that. Or, like, try and jam it back in. I don't know. It's... The world definitely is the highlight. Hmm. Uh, yeah, E93. Um, the final test gives more PC printouts. Um, they go over this, like, the kind of lore of the facility um, and what's gone down there. Um, there was a gigantic lockdown. Um, the unclean got out of hand. And then they do the really fun thing where people are typing out things like "why us, why us" really carefully in all caps because they're so scared. Um, it's it's basic horror stuff, um, but it, it just kind of there's this part that I'm looking at, and it's someone who just started typing in like uh, lol speak basically. <laughs> oh my god, that was that yeah. was probably one of my favorite parts because it was so dumb. I actually did enjoy that. <laughs> Like a teenager fell into the hole. <laughs> I I don't know. I I was trying and hard to get into it, and then it kind of like turns back on me. They uh they named that. What did they name that entry, Nick? Uh, bullshit. Yep. So. And it's like um. So I like fell in this hole, and there's like these zombies chasing after me, and I'm like I don't even know what to do. And it's that if like they just yeah. have like free range of a computer in this alternate dimension, yeah, completely that these unbothered. like scientists are studying, just someone just 
just <laughs> tumbled into it. Um, the the very end of it kind of is just this long entry detailing the the history of like the the all holy father, their like president slash ruler, like just kind of shutting everything down, freaking out, and everyone in the facility going to hell or their own personal hell, just trying to survive and basically. I don't know, starving to death, maybe going crazy, turning into things. It's it's really <laughs> unclear. I I want to like, I want to know, but I, I. It's 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 a last day's diary. Yeah, which is it's a yeah, great spooky end. Yeah. But it's like, why was this with the mirror world? Why was that the way? All right. Yeah. It's, it's so like the whole thing makes me feel like I'm in a maze that I didn't want to be in. <laughs> I want to read a Wikipedia like, that scares me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want this SCP instead of being this long story to just be like give me a scrapbook from the other earth with no explanation of how they got it. Um, and you can give me all the exact same information. Yeah, I, honestly, um, this is the most, like I said before, the most in-depth SCP. SCPs are more, mostly just that one page that you read about the disc. That's it. And then they yeah. said, oh, you know what? We could go for like another five pages, right? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. And the weirdest thing is, there's a bunch of stuff that is never explained and doesn't fit with the like story at all like how they can see like shadowy figures on the camera that the people can't see mm -hmm. who are in the mirror yeah it's, it's and there's no explanation like for why that's happening yeah and it doesn't clear it up either and it just kind of they can see them sometimes and then they can't and it's just kind of yeah. you know whatever whatever i will say I really, I really enjoyed this story, actually, because it had, like, a good amount of, like, the bullshit entry was great. Like, I thought that that was kind of funny. And there was some weird tongue-in-cheek things, like, them fighting over who pays for lunch is how they discovered that it opens up an alternate dimension. There was some nice small human realism, but uh, I was more interested with just, like, the, the world itself. And it, it, where it was fleshed out was really cool. It's just like I feel like I'm being told half of a story that like promises another half and just kind of stops. Yeah, it's um, it's so strange because it's like two ideas were jammed together for no reason. Because um, there's this cool alternate world story which could uh, which would be a lot better if it were its own thing and not tied to this cool mirror story. Which also like why is it? There's a bunch of stuff where if it was just a mirror world with none of the backstory explanation that we get, I'd be like, oh, cool. Um, that's amazing and incredible. Yeah. Um, I really like all the creepy horror moments of like the weird uh, the disagreement I talked about between what the camera can see and what the people can see. Mm. That stuff all works if it's just like, we're walking into spooky mirrors. Yeah. But then the fact that they go to such huge effort to explain the mirror world and where it came from and why it's like this, it's like, oh, okay, so now you've made all of the magic horror stuff from before not make any sense. 
Yeah, exactly. Why did Why did you do that? It, yeah, <laughs> definitely suffers from Stephen King syndrome. Yeah, um, I um, <laughs> I mean, what a coincidence! I'm uh, I just saw it today. Oh um, my god! <laughs> and I'm I'm looking at uh, the list of um adaptations of works by Stephen King. Man, there's a lot of adaptations for this year alone. Hmm. Dark Tower, It, and then two Netflix originals with Gerald's Game and 1922. Wow. Really good that's crazy. I will uh, I will confess something that's going to come as a bit of a surprise. It was the scariest movie that I've ever seen in my entire life because I'm a pansy. Uh, I want to add the, something to the that. The new one? The new one was the scariest movie that I've ever seen in my entire life. It is pretty scary. <laughs> uh, the, I liked it a lot. The, uh, the scariest movie before it was Signs for me. Um, so <laughs> oh, that's, the, that's just a just bad so movie. You know. It's scary how bad that movie <laughs> just is. Just so you know where the bar is set. Uh, so, you know, it could have mm, hurt all over it. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen it. I'm not the biggest horror guy, although I have been trying. I to recommend it. seeing it. Uh, I, um, I have. It's been... like um, it's like if Stranger Things had more swearing and better special effects. Yep. And all of the actors were good. Yep. All right, sold. <laughs> you got me. I have been following your uh, Halloween movie, or sorry, October movie challenge, or however you, whatever yep. you call it. I. How did you uh, yeah, like you can a cure for wellness? You can follow that uh, hashtag, uh, my Halloween marathon. <laughs> uh, a cure for wellness was my October 1st viewing, um, which I rented on Blu-ray from my local library, and it was a bad movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was so disappointed. Uh, it deserved its bad Rotten Tomatoes score and its bad box office take, because it's a bad movie. It looks nice. Um... The performances are bad, the set design is good, the camera work is good, but the script and the performances are bad, except Jason Isaacs does a, a decent job hmm. with what he's given, okay. but everyone else does a bad job, including Dane DeHaan, who I suspect is not a good actor. <laughs> hmm, we'll have to wait and see. Well, since we are kind of the foremost authority on movies that are rated badly on Rotten Tomatoes, uh... I'm just disappointed that they didn't lose the uh, lower the bar any lower. Honestly, <laughs> no, no, I'm glad. We yeah, I'm amazed it. that it got any positive reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel vindicated I'm... now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, is there like a a big cure for wellness like fandom that was out to get you? No, I just no. like I saw it and like my roommates thought it was good and I was like it was okay. It just I don't know why you're doing this to me. Let me watch Trailer Park <laughs> Boys or something stupid. <laughs> something I know uh, is stupid. I liked I liked the song in it too. That was pretty good. Yeah. But I was promised like old-timey medical experiments and it takes place now. Like, what? Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> Why is it modern day? That's unfair. <laughs> slightly rustic machines. Oh no. Well, that is terrifying. But yeah. not not what I was promised, yeah. You could get tetanus. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I won't be terrified of that for the next three days. That is you. Turner's Science Corner. <laughs> Sorry to derail. I just, yeah. <laughs> I was so excited when I saw oh, you no, tweeted that. Oh no, that's fine. Let's transition into our scariest parts of this story. Uh... Let's uh let's have let's have Nick go first. Okay. Tell me what part of this story it could be a line or a scene or a moment, whatever. There was a moment in the Green World, um, where 
the woman who's going through and, and exploring all this stuff starts like she starts deciding that she won't do what they're asking her to. The team that's like kind of guiding the mission and watching over the monitors, um, and she starts to argue with them. And it doesn't say how they convince her. They just say uh, that she was eventually convinced. Um, and I, I just am so, uh, so scared of any sort of organization that can use like a conversation over like telecoms to make me do whatever they want. <laughs> that early on got to me. Uh, okay, that's yeah. cool. Tur- Tur- Turner, how about you? Uh, the scariest part for me was in the blue world when we first when we got the first weird humanoid creature jump scare as they're panning a- down the hallway and they look down door eight and it is closing as a face is being seen. They're not explicitly clear on whether the subject can see it or not but uh they have a door kind of peeking in as it's closing uh or sorry a face peeking in as closing the door and i don't know that got me because that was the first kind of taste of oh this isn't just an empty world there's weird things here you know for me it's the first creature um when they leave the mirror and they can see the creature crawling toward the mirror Mm. um yeah while they're waiting for the portal to close, that got me, um, cause, uh, yeah, I saw it earlier today, <laughs> and there's a scene where Pennywise is giant in a, in, like, a room. I don't want to get too specific about when this is in the movie, because it's, like, genuinely surprising, mm-hmm. um. Thank you. But it's, <laughs> it's a very, <laughs> it's a very similar, um, it's a very similar sort of thing where it's like this horrible torso of a giant creature is scaring everyone. Yeah. Um, I will say and that... And so that, that oh. stuck out to me today. <laughs> I will say that when you gave us the okay to be on our podcast, your Twitter handle was uh, Pennywise the Juggalo or something like that. Yeah, I couldn't fit all of the characters, so it just said Pennywise is Juggalo. So, after watching It, the scariest movie that I've ever seen in my entire life, I look at my phone and see Twitter, and it says, Pennywise is messaging you. I was like, what? <laughs> Excellent. Um, what if, if that is the scariest movie you've ever seen, which, I'll give it to you, uh, it has a lot of really creepy effects and scary monsters. They did a good job of making all of the manifestations of the titular creature um, seem like creepy, janky Ray Harryhausen stop-motion effects, and that was great. Mm -hmm. Um, But you gotta go see, like, Paranormal Activity. No, Paranormal Activity is a classic, though. That's not scary. Classic. It's classic. That that movie's terrifying. (laughs) Evil Dead Remake. Evil Dead Remake is another really scary one. have you seen that one? I, I don't know if I was explicitly clear. I hate being scared. <laughs> I was forced to go see it, <laughs> not of my own will. <laughs> I see. I also hate being scared, but I've dug myself, I've dug this grave for myself, and I must, uh, I've made my grave, now I'll sleep in yeah, it. Yeah, we know, know exactly what that uh, feeling is. Sleep in peace. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
did we did everyone's scary parts, so let's get into plugs. I imagine you'll probably have the same plugs, but I'm still gonna go in turns. Turner, you give your plugs first. Alright, so if you wanna hear more of Nick and I's sweet vocal cords tickling your eardrums, I highly recommend that you listen to the Redemption Arc podcast. Please listen. It's uh, fun and stuff, and it's not me pleading and going in and out of insanity when we make it. <laughs> Please don't beg for me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to follow us, you can follow us at redemption underscore pod on Twitter. And yeah, we got stickers coming out. We got some crazy guests. Uh, Jeff is a guest, as a matter of fact. It's true. And I will say that the episode that I created of yours is in itself the potential of being a creepypasta so we'll see <laughs> i don't recall <laughs> that but i'm excited now <laughs> and nick what about you where are your things um if you have any additional things well, all i do is is uh the redemption arc so same place uh you can follow Turner uh on twitter at turner dohan oh you're too sweet i forgot <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I'm on Twitter at, at, at HeyBudWhatUp. And that's all I got for you. Excellent. Uh, of course, you know you can find me on Twitter, J3FK, Instagram, JeffJK, Patreon.com slash JeffJK, where for a mere $1 per month, you can get two bonus uh, podcasts, which are usually me reading stories that we've covered on the show, and one written piece. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do... Uh, for my written piece this month, but I know I have six parts of a long-form story I've been writing. Uh, I may write and post another part of that, um, which may eventually become, like, a whole book if I ever get around to finishing writing it. Whoa! Uh, I might also... Whoa! I might also do, like, a personal essay. Um, I'm not sure. Last month, I was running low on time, so I posted a uh, writing test for a freelance um, RPG book uh, job that I didn't end up getting, but I was pretty proud of the way I was able to stick to the form, so I posted that up there. It includes the description of an important NPC and a description of um, a gameplay area uh, and ways that you can use it in your game. Um, and these... These pieces contain no mechanics, so if you want to just lift them and stick them in whatever RPG you're playing, you're welcome to do that, but you have to be a Patreon subscriber to see it. <laughs> um, you can also go to my Etsy, which I have not uh, gotten many sales on. Um, I know I'm, I'm got to uh, work on a project for you guys, but Comic-Con went a little crazy for me. Um, I have... Uh, pixel sprites up there that you can get, uh, it's $5 for little ones that are about three inches tall. I have a bunch of different Marios and Kirbys and Pokemons up there. Um, if you message me privately, I can make you, um, the whole Belcher family or any of them individually. 
because I designed them, but every time I post to the listing, um, I get a uh, takedown notice <laughs> from Fox, um, and Etsy just removes them from my profile. But know that you can order uh, the Belcher family from Bob's Burgers. Um, is that all my stuff? I think that's all my stuff. Oh, go join the Creepy Pods the fan group on Facebook, where you can talk about the show with other fans. Um, and I'm also in there, and most of our past guests. Um, and in addition to talking about the show, people have been posting uh, stuff about like recent stories they've read. Um, we covered Pets Cop because uh, someone had posted about it. Actually, I don't know if it was because someone had posted about it, but someone had posted about it, and then I had a guest who wanted to cover it at, like, the same time. So I also have a big, long thread of suggestions there, which is where we got the suggestion for today's story. Uh, anyway, it's it's all really great. Um, I, I just... There's not really <laughs> any good ending line. Yeah, good There's not any that. good ending lines here. Um, requests is from the High Father. Details withheld. 